Hello, all you freaks out there. This is Ryan. How are you doing tonight? Merry Christmas, early December, so I can start saying that now. Um, take a sip of my uh, decaf coffee here. Um, hope everyone's having a great Tuesday night. Oh, my computer has a message for me here. Do you want to turn on sticky keys? No, I don't know what that is. I'm going to go ahead and cut that off. I've got my phone sitting here, right there, sitting on the keyboard. So I think I just made a uh, message pop up on my computer. Um, first of all, I want to thank everyone for the thoughts and prayers for my sister. They worked. She had a successful surgery on Monday morning. She's supposed to get in at, go in at noon on Monday. So wake up and take the kids to school and uh, I get a phone call that she was being taken out like at eight o'clock in the morning. So first thing I think of, oh crap, did something happen? But they just had the, the one of the uh, patients who's supposed to, or I guess the patient that was supposed to have the surgery before her ended up uh, having a fever. So um, she got down there early and everything went fine and she is at, she's resting um, and yeah, she's good. So, well, I mean, she's not good. Obviously she still shows a long ways to go, but she is better than she was, I should say. So again, thank you all very much for all the thoughts and prayers for her. Um, so this past weekend we had our, uh, our annual toy drive at the cabin on 360 and um and uh it was a lot of fun we had a nice crowd out there um we had a lot of toys on a few you know look at my facebook page um ryan c jones you can check it out see all the toys we had out there and uh everyone had a good time they had two we had two marines come out to pick up the toys and um it was fun very happy to very happy that we were able to um I was you say raise that many toys or is it I'm not sure how you how you would pronounce that or how you would say it but I'm so glad we were able to give that many toys to toys for tots um it's one of our favorite um events we do every year we started back in 2017 and um like I said, it's one of my one of our favorite events, and uh, we hope to keep doing it for years to come. Um, so that's what's going on over here. Nothing too exciting, except for obviously my sister, but and the toy drive. Um, we don't have much going on with the cabin in the next month or so, um, just because we don't know what's going on with the with the sale or whatever. But hopefully, we'll have more information on that when uh, we get it. Um, so. Our guest tonight is Sean Lee Sloat from Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction. I keep wanting to say Ghost Stories, Fact, or Fiction, but I know that's not. I keep, I know, it's class Ghost Stories, Fact, and Fiction. Or is it or fiction? One of the two. Um, yeah, I'm confusing myself now. I'm going to go ahead and get her on the show because I'm just confusing myself. So let's go ahead and add her to the fun times we're having right now. There, why is she? Oh, all right, dude. Why? What the actual heck? Wow. Hi there. I can barely hear you, so I don't know if you can hear me. Hang on. Let's see here. Let's go to volume. Is that better? So you're so real far away. Oh, how about now? A little better. That's weird. Well, I, I put you on, right? And your your picture kept flashing back and forth. I've like, seen that. And I was like trying to figure out what was going on. I moved, I moved my phone. So I'm trying to keep, kind of get the, uh, the speaker close to the computer, but I've never seen that happen before. That's weird. You still can you hear me? Yes, I can barely hear you. 
me see. Uh, Mike. Oh, and I'm gone. <laughs> I think I'm the only one in here now. Yes, Mike. Okay. Good stories, fact and fiction. Thank you, Sebastian. I knew it was Anne Sebastian. I knew there was fact and fiction. There she is. All right. Weird. No, I can hear you. Yeah, that's no. Oh, that's the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> you got it. I was like, I was like, oh crap! I gotta do, I gotta do technical stuff now. I probably end up like doing what I did and cut everybody off. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so how how's it going how are you doing tonight everything's going good how's everything by you it's it's going you know getting trying to get ready for christmas always seems like a run out of time it's you know i always try to be prepared like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna buy presents early i'm gonna do all this i'm gonna be super prepared this year every year I'm scrambling. Yeah, no. <laughs> Last minute every year. <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, I didn't do bad. I actually went out and did get some presents in October. I was like real proud of myself buying like two or three presents and then I completely forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, I should, I need to buy more. So it's uh, Definitely sneaks. It's one of those holidays, holidays that always sneaks up on you, even though you know exactly when it is every year. Never changes. Yeah. <laughs> it gets December already. Well, so yeah, it's been November, October. December comes next. Every year surprises me. <laughs> so um, I met you. Yep. Through uh, your our friend Jade, she came on the show a few months ago. Yes, and then she's yep. got a show on the Vibrating Network as well. Yes, she does. Yep. Really cool. And she I does, was uh, on her show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she does a really good job on it. Yes, she does. I know she was nervous about you know coming on and doing the show, but she does a great job. So, so um, yeah. So I want to go back. Let's let's just go back or go back in the way back machine and talk about what got you into the paranormal. Hmm. What got me into the paranormal stuff? Well, since I've been little, I've kind of just always been a little sensitive to it, more so than like other. They say all kids that can feel it, but I just I could see it a little bit better, and mm -hmm. I would have dreams that would come true. Everyone's like, oh, it was deja vu. But I was like, nope, I'm pretty sure I know what happens next because I was there. <laughs> so that's kind of how it got me into it. Um, just over the years, I just kind of try to work on any of the abilities that I had. And, and then as I got older, life got in the way and I just pushed that aside. And then I started getting back into it again. And then um, my son, Sebastian, he and I, now we do the ghost stories, fact and fiction. We run that together now. Did you, um, were you, did you see anything like as far as like spirits in like your house or people like that weren't there? Like, yes, I have. Um, definitely in this house, I have. Uh, when I was little, I had experiences in the house I grew up in. And then I had, again, when I moved into this house, I had similar experiences with full body apparitions, gentlemen standing over the side of my bed. And my husband actually seen it along with me. So he knows I'm not completely crazy. Well, we're all a little bit crazy anyways. <laughs> Just not completely. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not completely crazy. Um, so did you see stuff when you were a kid? Did you, uh, yeah. how was that? Did that, that freak you out? Or is it one of those things where it's like, oh, well, it's, it's supposed to be normal, but you know. No, it did, it did freak me out because I wasn't sure what I was seeing. And then, of course, everyone would tell me, well, it's, they'd always have it you know, a reasonable explanation for it. And it just, it never made sense. Like, well, that's not really what I've seen, but okay, I'm going to go with it. Cause that's, that's what, what it was. You know, they would say it was just a shadow or it was just 
you were dreaming or, you know, you were sleepwalking because I was a good sleepwalker when I was younger. It always gets me. Like people say it's just a shadow. I've seen shadows before and they don't have facial features. I don't, they don't like, you know, I mean, I understand people just kind of grasping for at straws there just, just to, for them to be like, Oh, it's just a shadow. But I guess they, they're, maybe they don't want, they don't want to believe it's there. So they're trying to, I guess, not scare you maybe. Yeah. Kind of make a rational, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think some of the explanations people come up with are more of a stretch than it actually being a ghost. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that dresser does look like a human. And the, and the shadow actually talked to me. I must have imagined that, too. Yeah, you're dreaming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's weird dreams. Um, so did you ever watch, like, the, the ghost shows uh, growing up? or like? Oh, up? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Those were actually my lullabies. I would actually put those on and go to sleep with those. <laughs> those are my soothing dreams. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It, so it worked boring. for me. <laughs> what is what did you used to watch? Um, any type of um, like a paranormal investigation show that they had, which they didn't have very many of them out when I was younger. But as I, you know, as I got into my twenties, they had more and more. Um, simple little B. Rated horror movies, anything like that. I loved all that stuff. Did you watch B-rated horror movies to fall asleep? Not so much, because I don't know. Those weren't as relaxing. Those were a little more. I, know, I was going to say <laughs> more intense. <laughs> <laughs> man, I was gonna, wow, if you if you uh, fall asleep to B-rated horror movies, I think man, <laughs> that would be weird. What was your favorite movie growing up? <sighs> Let's see, I've always been into Halloween movies. Always love the original you're, Halloween. You're a big Michael Myers fan. Did you yes, watch the definitely. new one yet? Right. Yes, I have. Yep. What did you think of it? Not as good as I expected it to be, but yeah, I don't know. It's, Nothing's ever as good as the original. No, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough when you when you uh, compare. Um, when you try to compare movies now compared to then, right? You know, because you always have this expectation. They have like. You know, it's so it's so great because you, you're you're nostalgic and stuff for the movies, yeah. Back then, and then, you know, you go see the movies. Today is not not quite as good. As, no, they put um, them together. It's just kind of they put know, too much into it that doesn't need to be in there. There's no suspense. Much, it's just like you know what's going to happen next. <laughs> was there a lot of backstory to it or something? For the new one? Yeah. I wouldn't realize there's too much backstory, but there was a little bit of a backstory to it. It's just it just seemed to be too too gory more than it was suspenseful. Oh. Which, you know, is fine for the gore movies, but Halloween is more of a it's a combination thing to me. Yeah, I've never seen and... never seen a Halloween movie. And I don't I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I don't like horror movies. Um I uh I don't know. I've just never really gotten got into the horror movies, but I understand why people do watch them because of their the this excitement. And you you're right. If you want to see something, you want to see the like Halloween's more of a suspenseful movie, where like I guess Friday the Thirteenth would be more of a gore. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, basically that one would be more of a gore movie. But I like the Halloween movies because I just you knew it was going to happen regardless. Michael Myers was yeah. going to die and then come back to life, but it was still a good movie. The first one was the best. That was it. Although Rob Zombie did do a pretty good remake. I just like the mm -hmm. way he did the whole where he took like the childhood and actually brought that more into the movie. So you kind of get like, like an establishment of like where Michael Myers' mind came from. Yeah, I heard um, his, his uh, version of it was pretty good. Um, you get into like the, uh, I guess, like you said, how, how he became who he was. Yeah. So, uh, what was the name of that? with the ghost shows you would watch? Because you, you were. I don't think I remember all of them. I was. I can't even remember any of the shows when I was younger. From, I can barely remember yesterday's shows I watched. Just any kind watch. of like, like, uh, like a real true life stories, like yeah, like the true true life drama stories, and then they would have like you know I've seen. 
the ghost standing at the side of my bed or like those history documentary stories where they show all the ghosts of the history past and that kind of stuff I would watch. Oh, like haunted haunted history and yeah the documentations on like Gettysburg and that kind of stuff just anything that was a lot of the history is the ghost history shows are really exciting I used to watch um unsolved mysteries oh yeah definitely um, like that and I remember I used to like I'd watch them and my parents were out, out and my sister was babysitting me and you know, of course it'd be like raining or whatever thunder thunder and then i would be convinced i'd be seeing these guys on tv and this guy murdered five people he's still at large today you know shit like that and i would uh i was convinced that i would look out the window the thunder would clap lightning would flash and i would see the guy <laughs> standing right there it just happens to be there but i'm watching the show <laughs> impeccable timing on his part by the way, that he just oh oh there you are yeah he's like but those shows those ghost shows the ghost parts I used to watch that stuff it would freak me out and completely interest me at the same time it's like when you drive by a, a car wreck and you driving by to see a body but you don't want to see you a don't body see it. Yep. <laughs> to see if there's a body is there is there is there a sheet is there, there am I gonna see something I can't look. I shouldn't look. I'm still looking. It's like you can't tear yourself away. And then exactly, you go up and go to bed and you can't sleep. Well, you can sleep. I can't I can sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll be out there with my flashlight and my covers and shit. <laughs> so uh, when did you actually start investigating? What was your, like your first, you remember your first investigation? Yeah, actually we did our very first investigation um, probably about two years ago. So really haven't been in that part of it in very long. Uh -huh. um, I basically started the whole ghost stories, fact and fiction, just to write all of my experiences in. And then it just turned into like a little bit more here, a little bit more there where other people could add in their stories. And I wanted to hear what their things were. And then my son, Sebastian was like, why don't we do our own paranormal group with this? And he started that part and we went forward from there. And so we went to Goodlesburg a few times, Goodlesburg Cemetery out here in South Wales, New York. Um, that's a pretty popular spot. Uh, we also have gone to the Hinsdale house. We've done personal houses, investigation, of, like um, people that had disturbances in their house. We've gone and investigated their houses. So it was like private, a lot of private re residences. Those are actually my favorite. Because I'm going in there not knowing the background, not mm -hmm. knowing the story, where the more popular places, you've already heard what people have to say about it. So you already kind of know what you're going to see. And it doesn't really, it's good to know, like, some of the basic background stuff. But I do like going in not knowing anything. Just walking into a house and seeing, do I feel anything? Do I see anything? You know, is yeah. it is it really something there or is it just hype? So the private residents are the best. Yeah, it's it's tough to not hear stories about certain places, and you you get your mind kind of. Uh, we almost expect stuff to happen at these yeah. places because you hear like such, like oh my god, I went to this place and it was so great, and then you go there and you expect the same thing to happen. At least when you go to a public or a private <laughs> investigation, like you said, you're not really expecting anything. Mm -hmm. We don't know what to expect. Plus, when people um, people call you into their home because there is something keeping them awake or you know something in their house, they they, they need help. Right. And that's always a good feeling when you're able to help somebody out because you know we're probably their last resort as far as like you know ways to get rid of what, whatever they're they're experiencing you know right they want to set their mind at ease is it something that's yeah. or is it something that's just gonna you know pass through and go away or is it yeah. maybe nothing at all maybe it's just their house creaking and settling and you know the things they try to blame it on anyways 
Yeah, maybe sometimes it, it's like they, they need to hear it from somebody else that, that that's what's going on. Like if they're, they're soaking their head like, oh, this must be a ghost. And, you know, we go in there and, you know, they go, you know, we set up the equipment and we we find out there's nothing there. You know, we're like, that's hey, well, maybe it's this and maybe uh, getting a second opinion will set their mind at ease. Mm-hmm. You know, those are my favorite ones to do. Yeah. Do you um remember what was your, like your first like EVP you caught where it's like, oh crap, this is really good. Cool. Yeah, I caught that in my own house actually. Oh, um wow. it was a really good one. We were just sitting around the table and we were doing um just a little session is trying to see who we can speak to. And it came over clearly and it's it didn't say that his name, but you could hear his voice clearly and it actually freaked out some of the people that are with me. So we you know, thanked them for their time. And because the one girl just started crying, she couldn't, it was too much for her. So I was like, all right. She said it sounded like her grandfather. And I was like, we just kind of ended it right there. But as I was trying to end it and I was like, thank you for your time, you know, making sure that they didn't like stick around or attached to anyone. I said, we're going to let you go now because you're upsetting someone or, you know, you're making her feel uneasy. And she, he's like, you like it. And it was perfectly clear. Wow. So maybe yeah. it wasn't her, wasn't her grandfather. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. But it was kind of it was that was a really good one. Damn. So were you guys doing like a like a like I don't know how to say a session because of course it was a session, but was it like we trying to just communicate with with anybody who was there? I mean, why would her grandfather be at your house? That's just like that, that's what I said too. I was trying yeah. to communicate with the spirits that were in the house here personally, but she always no. felt. He was with her no matter where she went. No. So that's why she thought it was going to be him, but it clearly was not him. God, I hope it not. Was, it ahead. was somebody. It's like, not yeah. sure who it was, but. <laughs> but yeah, we've had a lot of experience and a lot of things happen in this house. Um, like I said, the apparition standing in the foot of the bed, that was, that was, he would clear his day. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, it was like a grayed out man and like, uh, like the 1800s period, kind of like a suit, kind of like a grayish suit. It was, yeah, yeah. It was very distinctive. I mean, suits. Yes. Like. Yep. And so, like, if you Google just like you know 1800s suits, yeah, it, like it's like the same suit that pops up yeah. everywhere. It's just very, very, very distinctive. And um, we've seen uh, Shadow Lady. It was like a a figure of a woman, but it was just a shadow. Mm-hmm. She would pass through the house. Um, actually seen a, la- a woman walking down the back stairs like a whitish version of this shadow lady walking down the back stairs and then she just vanished um the woman who used to live in my house before me we actually ended up contacting each other on facebook not intentionally just because we were both talking mm-hmm. about hunter's creek park and they had a crystal vortex walk and she mentioned how she used to live on the house in the corner over there and i was like it's my house. I'm still just kind of like reading everything she's writing. Yeah. So I contacted her and I was like, so what happened in that house? And she told me all these things. And I was like, everything she said was just like what we had. The older gentleman, um, the children. She could hear children talking, a little girl. Um, there's a story of a little girl who had drowned in the well. There was like a community well in the area here and she drowned in the well there, which is not too far from this property. And then other people had said that this whole area here is like a spiritual vortex itself. So the grounds itself are sacred. So it could be more of a, a pass through where spirits would walk through. It's kind of a crossover. Mm-hmm. So I welcome anyone who needs to come through to cross over. No, I have no problem helping them to cross over. Just don't stay too long. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry, you're welcome. Yeah, drives my cats crazy. Oh, are they looking at stuff like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll sit there and they'll look at something, or they'll growl or hiss for no reason. The dog will too. He'll kind of just grumble. He's probably tired of it too. Oh God, there comes another one. <laughs> they talk about that girl. I wonder mm-hmm. if she if she haunts other houses, like if she's if she lives in a lives if she lives in a well is she. She drowned in the well, right? In a community well, like if she just, you know, if she just stops by your house, but then goes to other houses as well, around the area. 
It's possible because a lot of the spirit activity is similar in various houses up and down the road here. Mm -hmm. Like they have the same similar smell of the pipe, sound of the old man's voice. So it's, this whole area was probably one property at one time. So it's yeah. quite possible that they, they go through back and forth. When we remodeled yeah. this house that we're living in now, there was so much activity. It was, I think we really confused whatever used to come in and out of the houses. It's not as active as it has been. August is like the most active time for our house for some reason. And mm. as the time passes from like beginning of August to like beginning of August to like the end of September-ish, maybe beginning of October, and then it just starts to really slow down and then everything's quiet again until about August again and then it picks up and then it slows down. I've been wondering, like, when when is spirit activity more active, like, in general, like, in the summertime or the winter? I wonder if something okay. happened on that day. The, the like veil does thin coming, like, in mid-August through November. It was usually mm -hmm. when it's thinner with, um, you know, All Hallows Eve and everything coming yeah, up. Yeah. So maybe that might be one of the reasons, but I was thinking maybe it was also maybe that's when she passed away. There's, I can't seem to find any documentation on it. But, but, there, but there's, just, so many, there's so many different spirits at your house, though. It's like, do they all get yeah. active in August? Yeah, that's like one? the most active time is when it comes through. Is that between mid, like beginning of August to like beginning of October? What's the freakiest thing that that you've seen that was like kind of scared you? Um, let's say, well, I have a couple of things where I was taking laundry upstairs, my daughter's room. I walked mm -hmm. in her room and her phone charger was on her bed and it was hovered over the bed. Wow. And I looked, I looked at it and I was like, what are you doing? Cause that's my first reaction to ask what's going on. Yeah. And it dropped to the bed and that was it. And the room was cold when I opened the door, it dropped to the bed and then it was, it, it wasn't cold anymore. That's crazy. And then another instance, we were all talking in the kitchen, and I was on one side of the counter, and my husband and daughter were on the other side of the counter. Nobody was touching the counter. And a bag of bagels ended up lifting off the counter and smashing onto the floor. Because we were talking about, you know, let's just get out of New York, and let's just get out of here, just move away. And apparently they didn't like that. Mm, they were uh, not happy that no. you were going to leave. They didn't want yeah. to bring... <laughs> uh, more new people into the uh, into the house. We just got used to you. <laughs> yep. So that, yeah, they didn't they didn't like that idea either that we were gonna just pack up and leave. Even though it was just talk, just the bagels yeah. jumped off the counter and right to the floor. Mm. Well, I guess that ended. I guess that ended that conversation, I, huh? It did actually. I picked the bagels up and I apologized, and we're, we were done. We're, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. I promise. Yep. <laughs> Wow. Huh. So, um, as far as other places you have investigated, what is your favorite place to that uh, you've gone out to and uh, got the best evidence? Uh, my one friend's house. She has um, a lot of activity at her house, and there was a lot of spirits where you could hear them talking, you could hear them mumbling. Um, just, just it's a chatter. You could just hear the chatter. It's just as soon as you walk in the door, I could you, you can just I can just pick it up right away. The little hairs mm -hmm. might would stand up, and you, you could just hear it. And they all they all want her attention. They're all like chattering her name, and they all want her attention. Like she's definitely got some type of a, a vibe to her that she needs to like open up more. She's she'd be really good at be able to help them cross over. I think that they think that she could help them, and they're just kind of attached to her. So her house was pretty, pretty busy. Do you think she wants to open herself up or like? Yes and no. Yeah. She's, she's probably listening right now. So she, she's definitely wants to try and get in more into it, but I don't know how far she wants to go. I just imagine um, someone, her walking around is this long line of people behind her and like she yes. run around and turn around and they're like constantly attached to her. Like with that's her what it seems like when she's there, it feels like they're all on her, like all on her. They're like, Oh, maybe I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> hear all that shit. 
I'll never get any, I'll never get any peace and quiet because they're always being <laughs> talking my ear off. Yep. <laughs> so when you go on an on an investigation, do you like use any like protection? Like, well, how do you prepare yourself for an investigation? Um, well, we, if, I guess it varies depending on where we're going. Like when we go to Goodlesburg Cemetery, I want to make sure everybody is, has a clear mind. Everyone's focused. Um, we, I do use sage to cleanse afterwards. Um, beforehand, I pretty much just let, you know, have everybody just do like their own little chance to let them know, like nothing can stick to you. Nothing can stay to you. Tell everybody, don't let anything attach themselves to you. Um, and then afterwards, I do a, do a little smudging session with them, cleanse them, and, and then they go on. But at the regular house, um, like I said, it would just depend if I feel like anything could attach themselves to you. Have you ever been scared during an investigation? Like, No, actually, not really. Nothing's ever been like to the point where I just wanted to end it. Just let's, let's get out of here. No. I mean, we went to the Hinsdale house and I was actually pretty at ease every time I've been there. That's, it doesn't really, it doesn't affect me as much as it affects other people. Yeah. I was talking to a, a girl last week. I had her on the show and uh, she was telling me that she went there. Um, I got a month ago, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit longer. And she said she, and she said, it felt weird. She said it was definitely a very, welcoming place she felt welcome there yeah that's um, how i felt too but they also um people i've talked to say that they make you feel welcome and keep drawing you in but you can also feel there's a lot of sadness there too you can mm -hmm. feel the sadness but at the same time you feel like you are meant to be there kind of like like you're yeah. part of it it drags you in and pulls you in so you kind of have to be a little stronger than them than they are which makes me glad I live in Virginia. Oh, you're uh, in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to worry about worry about that. Um, I have been to Hinsdale House before. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I went out there a few years ago. I enjoyed my time. It was a lot of fun. Um, didn't get much, only because I was only there one night. Um, and uh, I'm sure I would have gotten more if I'd been there longer. Um, we did find out, or one of the I guess the tour guides told us that. One of the girls at the house enjoyed the the smell of Vicks Vapor Rub, so we went out to the store and bought a little tub of it and put it in her room. And we just took the top off, left it there. We went investigating and left it there all night. Didn't even all of you end up going back in the room or not? We went back there the next morning, and there was a fingerprint in the yeah. uh, <laughs> in the vapor rub and I talked to Daniel and he says he still has the vapor rub and he still uses it as a um as a piece of evidence to show people when they go out there um but yeah I mean, it's weird how some places can be like like that so welcoming to you to um to a team <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even think about it that way. Um, but I've been to a few places around here, like St. Albans and uh, the Exchange Hotel, places like that, where it's, it's, it's felt very welcoming. And um, I mean, certain places aren't like you know, certain places in the St. Albans Sanatorium is not that welcoming. But I don't, I always want to go back. I should say, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I never feel bad when I go there. Um, whereas some place, some people, they go there, they get freaked out. Um, and it's just interesting how how some places can can make you feel a certain way, and other people feel the exact opposite. Yeah, it, just, it depends on your just how much energy it takes from you. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, I had an experience at Hinsdale when I was there. Um, we were all headed back up the stairs to go up to the bedrooms to do an investigation. And I was the last one going up. And I thought I was following my daughter up there. Um, she's also part of our team. And by the time we got up to the top of the stairs, I heard a giggling off to the side bedroom, which I believe is Laura's room. And I went into that room thinking I was following my daughter, Lily. There was nobody in there. She wasn't giggling. 
It wasn't her. I watched him walk in there. There was nobody there. So I followed some some young girl up the stairs into the room, and nobody was there. Man. So that was a good one. I think I would freak out a little bit. Plus, you're used to seeing stuff. So, yeah. you know, par for the course for you. But yeah, I don't know. I think if I saw something, I don't think I would register what I saw until, like, I don't know, a few seconds later, I'd be like, oh, you know, you see stuff and you just can't, <laughs> you, you can't register like, oh, shit, okay. Did I just see what I thought I saw? I don't think I'd be, I don't even think I'd be freaked out. I, didn't, I think I'd be like, did I just see what I thought I saw? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we go to like to like look at cemeteries and the old stones. And I took Sebastian and Lillian, my one son and daughter, to a cemetery up in, it was in Orangeville, New York. Not too far from here. And Lillian was probably, oh, I don't know, five or six at the time. And she was standing there and she was asking me why that lady over there was so sad. She was the only one that could see the lady. I couldn't see her. My son couldn't see her. But Lillian, she clearly seen her. And she said, she's standing right there at that stone. And she's very sad. So she must have seen a lady because that stone was a woman's stone. So went over there afterwards. It makes you wonder if you walk about to in a cemetery by yourself and you see someone walking around the cemetery, are they really are they there? there? Yes. <laughs> Go up to them, poke them. <laughs> exactly. Are you real? It could be. You could walk by a ghost. You won't even. I mean, the fact that she saw a woman and she didn't see like a woman with no legs or floating. There, she thought it was an actual woman. You don't know. You could, you could be walking around the mall and like walk right past the ghost. I don't even know it. Did you go around poking so. people? Make sure they're there, <laughs> which I would not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> so the ghost stories, fact or fiction? This is fact, fact and fiction. fiction Sorry, fact and fiction. Yep. Fact and Some fiction. Of, most of the stories are true, but there are tales that were also in there that you can kind of decipher for yourself. Do you believe them or not? So do you go, do the, do you have people coming on this, the, the, the Facebook page and writing stories? Yeah, they write um, stories. They share memes. They share um, stories that other people post and just kind of bring up to our platform. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different, I think we have about almost 8,000 followers on, now on that. It's a good way to, to share. Yeah. yeah, you want to share your, your story anonymous, anonymously. You don't want to, yep. you know, put yourself out there, but you want to, you know, get stuff off your chest. Is a good way to maybe it's almost therapeutic for people too. But like, oh, this yeah. is what you know is happening to me. Share their experiences um, and yeah, you know, it's not for anyone to judge. It's just there for you to put your stories in there, and we all we read them and we enjoy them. They um, it's a good thing about the internet, or I guess not. Well, you know, yeah, but social media, um, there is a lot of negative negativity about it, but it's also all good because you can share stories and you don't feel so isolated. Yep, and a lot of like, like-minded people out there you can meet up with, and the ones that yeah. don't agree, it's just whatever. <laughs> you know, before I guess back in the day, you know, you stuff would happen, and then you would you feel like you were complete. You would feel like you were alone mm-hmm. because you didn't know who to talk to. You know, you'd be looking up stuff in the phone book, trying to figure out, all right, how do I get up a ghost? But, you know, you don't yeah, really have, you have to, to, know how to Google anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You had to go to an actual library if you wanted information. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a lot of work. <laughs> but now you can just put in, um, put in like, Oh, fit animal teams in you know, in your area. Or parable teams on Facebook, and you get like fifty thousand yeah. of them. You know, I was um, we did the uh, our toy, toy drive event at the cabin on three sixty, and uh, we had we had finished up. And I had to go back into the brick rancher by myself to get the the um, make sure everything was locked up and make sure everything was you know no been left equipment in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna feel like doing this by myself. So I put my did a live feed and I walked around the brick rancher 
with the uh, live feed. So it wasn't alone. I still had people with me, but they were on, you know, Facebook Live. But I was like, if something happens, at least I'll be able to see something or be able to, people would be able to check it out or whatever. But it brings people together, you know. Yeah, it does. And uh, it just shows how small the world is too. It's getting smaller. It just, I mean, you can talk about our paranormal experiences where like 20 years ago that well, maybe it would have happened 20 years ago. When was, what was 20 years ago? That was like 2000. So maybe 2008 internet, right? They had mm-hmm. old school internet, but Dial-up. nothing like this. <laughs> We've been you know, chatting on like Yahoo messenger and shit back in the day. Um, but as I said before, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to do this. And, um, right. You know, it's that part's cool about it, you know? Yeah, they had a lot of, um, like, meetups and stuff. Um, there was yeah. groups for that, paranormal meetup groups. And so I joined a couple of those. But we never, I never actually ended up doing any kind of investigations or meeting up with anyone to, like, do any of the, you know, ghost talks. Um, and, you know, one thing I've never even done either my own, right here in East Aurora, they have ghost walks. Ooh, with um, Mason yeah. Winfield, yeah, I've never even done one of those, which is something because it's like right there in my own backyard. That's something I, I like did. to do here. I did one ghost. I've, well, I've done two, but the one I liked the most was they did one in Lexington, where the guy dressed up like it had a top hat on, the cape, and held his you know his little lantern thing. Lantern. <laughs> yeah, I really got it. it. Was like October. It was fall. You know, it's just the, the mood was right for for it. Mm. There's also one I went to in Richmond, which was pretty good too. Um, but yeah, I love I love those uh, those those ghost uh, like history tours and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They the Easter has got a lot of them. We got the Roycroft and a lot of other places here that they uh, walk through when they just explain to you what's going on in the town. I I've, I've never been to one, but Sounds. I've always like. I want to go. Never end up going. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. It's like again, stuff, stuff, stuff just keeps happening. Where it's like, I, you, they claim I'm going to do it, and then stuff happens, and it gets right in the back of your head again, and you yep. just like, just like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, what's your favorite piece of equipment to use when you go out in on an investigation? I like the REM part. The REM pods are nice. Um, put them out there, and then you can just, you know, you can go and do your own thing. But then you can, you'll be alerted if something's coming near it. And it's just, just a neat little device. Um, the ghost boxes are nice too. Um, my son's got a really nice setup here that his um, father-in-law put together with him. Um, I think he got it. I think he had it made at Paranormal Oddities. It's um, just shop in our area. Excuse me, my cat's trying to take over. Um, so that's a pretty good tool. You can really, you can hear clearly, like you can actually hear a voice, like you can have a conversation. It's almost like they talk back to you. And then the other thing I like to do is the um, uh, the Estes uh, method, mm-hmm. where you use the blindfold and the earplugs, and then you ask them questions, and you can only hear what's coming through your um, earphones. I like that a lot. That one actually works really good for me. I can really get into a good trance and, and hear pretty good. Yeah, that's that. That's a good. I, I we just started doing that at the at the cab. We've had a few teams come out and do that method, and we've gotten some really good responses. That uh, you're yeah. you're completely isolated. It's almost like you enter another plane when you go into that. And mm-hmm. all you are, you're just you're just there. To me, it's like I'm standing in the middle of a, the black abyss, like old fashioned TVs with the yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. Like I'm just in that, and I'm just I'm the only one there. And then I can just hear the voices coming through, and and then I just say what I hear, and then afterwards they tell me what they asked, and we put it all together. You're so completely focused because you have nothing yeah. else to distract you from from what you're hearing. I was in it one time for goodness. I think it was almost an hour. I was sitting so long that my legs went numb. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. I was so into it. So 
that that would have to be my favorite favorite definitely yeah. once you get like i guess once stuff starts like not happening you start noticing like how you know my legs are my butt's hurting from sitting here for so long or <laughs> you know you start thinking like you start you, you can tell time starts getting on your head like oh well this is taking forever but right. once, once you start getting stuff where you, you keep getting stuff you don't even care because you're not even focused on that yeah you just keep going with what's going on in front of you and it's just time just gets away from you that way yeah that's awesome. Did, did all the stuff that you were saying, did it, did it match up to the questions they were asking or? It did. It matched up to a lot of their questions. Um, I remember the one was um, something about a, something about a child and something about a swamp. And the questions they were asking were like, the answers were just coming through perfectly for them. At least I told me we need to write these down so we can remember what they are. <laughs> So we don't write them down and then they just kind of get away from us. That would be tough to remember all those questions after an hour. Of, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since so I just like, I just burn out the words. So I'm not sure what I'm saying or why I'm saying yeah. it. I just feel what I hear. Yeah. It'd be neat to have someone like write that stuff down and then write what you say. Mm -hmm. And then they can, you have something to look back on then. Yeah. Or just have someone. Oh. We record recorded it. well. Yeah, we do record yeah. it. Okay. We do record it, but it's just I think it'd be easier just to be able to reference it right away instead of yeah. playing it back and. Yeah, exactly. You like, oh well, and you, oh, just like, oh, I said, I said, what's your name? And then a few seconds later, you said Cynthia or yeah, you know, whatever. And then you have you have a hard copy of it. And then you can reference yeah. to it when you're going through all your feed. Yeah. So then you have the video where it's like, well, it, of course they could have written down anything. Right. So like, all right exactly. Well, a video of us doing the same thing. And I got some recording it right here on their, on their recorder too. There you go. So, um, sorry, I'm going to brain fart here. Uh, <laughs> you have, you got a choice. Like three locations you want to investigate. Like money is not an option. You want to go there right now. Um, well, I like to go to um, the Crescent Hotel. My son's been there and he got some really good um, experience. He had a couple good ex experiences there. I'd love to check that place out. Eureka Springs alone, I guess he said he's got a lot of um, a lot of activity. Just He said just walking through the place, you can just feel mm -hmm. it in the air. So I guess I'd like to go over down down that area. Um, where else I'd like to go? Oh, of course, who wouldn't want to go visit Dracula's castle? I mean, <laughs> right? That would be awesome. That would <laughs> go to the awesome. end of the castles. Yeah. Go over to Ireland and check those castles. I just anything like that would be the most exciting. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Oh, man, so. I want to thank you for coming on the show tonight. Um, I want to give you a chance to talk about like, you know, where people can find your, find you and keep track of what you're doing. And you can find us on ghost stories, factor fiction on Facebook. Uh, we have a TikTok. I should have written this down because of course I don't know it offhand. Sebastian does all that social media stuff. That's my son. Um, I think it's GSFF. That's our acronym. So you can look yes, us up as GSFF or Ghost Stories Fact and Fiction. You'll be able to find us go. on a couple different social media platforms. I will look you up on TikTok and I will follow you guys. Sounds good. Perfect. Well, thank you okay. so much for coming on the show. And uh, thank you for inviting me. Sorry about, sorry about the little <laughs> spaz. So, yeah, Sebastian okay. says, uh, GSFF underscore paranormal for the TikTok. There, it is. there he is. And he also said that you filmed in a in a show. He said he actually filmed in one. I did. Uh, it wasn't we? I was just in one little skit, but he was in a, quite a few of them. Death Walkers with Nick Roth. Oh, okay. Yep. So that actually just came to the U.S. So you can actually watch it on. I believe it's Film Fair. He probably knows the right the name for it as well. You can catch it on there. Um, I think it's one season one through three. They're really good. 
which episode were you in? So you can send all send all your fans out there. Sebastian, what episode was I in? <laughs> yeah, They'll have to tell me. He'll <laughs> show. Yeah, he's a ghost. Instagram is ghost underscore stories underscore fact underscore and underscore fiction. Yeah, that's Instagram. Oh, there he is. Okay. And then ghost stories, fact, and fiction on Facebook. There we so go. Now we got to figure out what episode you were in. Death Walker, Film, film Rise, Rise TV. TV. Yes. That's it. Yep. That's my boy. He's got my back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got all all the social media out there, out there now. Now yeah. we got to let's, let us know what, what episode you were in because I want to watch it. Come yeah, on, I'm, I, I run through the door. And the episode, just kind of like a shadow of me, and then the, uh, a gentleman in front of me. We're running to the girl who's in the bed who just got scratched, and she's jumping up, crying. Um, he does oh, a lot of no. the shadow figures, and I think he played a doctor in one. Um, his wife played a nurse, and she played a couple other roles as well. Uh, my daughter Lily, she played um, the Ouija board, so you'll be able to see her little hands in there, part of her. Um, sitting there doing a session with another girl. It was a lot of fun. Well, it Sebastian doesn't, doesn't know which episode it's in. So I, we, now, this I'm, means we have to watch every episode. Yeah, you got to watch them all. You got to watch them all now. <laughs> Dedication good, right though. there. <laughs> so, again, it was, uh, was uh, Death Walker TV. Death Walker TV. Death Walker on Film Rice TV. Yes. Yep. And, with Nick Ross. Um, Good stories, fact and fact or fact and fiction, yep. on all the social media platforms. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, all forty episodes. Whew, we got some work to do. <laughs> um, I better get started. On that note, I will let you go, and uh, right, thank you. I hope to chat with you soon. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. That was fun talking to Sean Lee. Um, it was a, a good conversation. Next week, we're going to have our our Christmas episode. So we'll see how that goes. It's going to be fun. So uh, I'll probably just read some Christmas articles and learn about Christmas and weird facts about Christmas and maybe read some ghost stories. It'll be a relaxing, fun episode. So, again, thank you to Sean Lee for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Sebastian, for your help as well. Um, have a great night. We'll be back here. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. Bye.